Hey, welcome to Tune Time, bringing you Newcastle United news and transfer rumours. Well, today was uh, the friendly against 1860 Munich, for the second friendly after pre-season, and Newcastle won, three goals to nil. The goals from Joe Woodock, Sean Longstaff and Bruno Gumeras. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't unable to watch the first half. But I managed to watch the majority of the second half and from what I saw Newcastle progressively went through the gears, you know, um they were showcased patterns of pro- uh, progressive possession play, which I believe Eddie Howe wanted is gonna want from this team. You know, there's confident in possession. There was willingness to uh, take Dribbles on, but also moves the ball very quickly, which was of uh, great importance because if you move the ball quickly, then you're on set to your opposition and that creates spaces which creates opportunities. So, uh, from what I heard, the reports from the first half, it was um, quite a slow performance from Newcastle. But once again, I can't say exactly how, how it was. But I heard from the the manager himself when I watched the the post match interview, where he was saying that in the first half, eighteen sixty, Munich managed to uh, slow slow us down with um, you know, uh, sportsmanship, which we're gonna call it, is where slowing down the plays, being slow with goal kicks, throw wins. Uh, taking a bit longer to get up off the floor after being fouled, Th- those those things and sitting deeper and, and trying as much as possible to prevent it conceding a goal, which is understandable considering because United are the um, better team, which was shown as the game went on. But once again, I can only come comment on the second half. Which initially was a bit, st- well, I wouldn't say static. Um, it, it wasn't moving the board that well, but then as progressively it got better and better as the half went on. Especially when um, Jordan and Bruno Gimmers came on, they helped increase the tempo and, and intensity. Intensity with Jordan to be very lucky to stay on the pitch. To be honest, he there was one uh, he got a yellow card. For a tackle, which was a bit reckless, where uh, which we have to put down to over enthusiasm, because to get back out on the pitch with against a more competitive team than Gateshead, maybe he was just wanting just to make his presence known, which which he done a lot last season, and uh, as his uh, transformation from striker to centre midfielder continues and he's showing greater assurance and as every game goes by he's becoming more and more dom- dominant I think he's going to be he's in for a really good season he's get, you can see he's a lot more confident in himself now and uh, comments from like uh, Sean Longstaff about how he, how he trains he's showcasing that on the pitch more and more each game it's, you know that's the reason why he got play of the season last season it's uh that that ability is 
really finely shiny. Um, and Bruno Gomes helps bring it out. He was he was quality when he came on, from what I saw. He got he got his goal. He was moving the ball quickly. You know, making uh, decisive passes. I think he got the. I think he got an assist and a goal. Um, I may have to watch that back. Yeah, I I did remember it quickly. I just watched it back. He uh, got the assist for Sean Longstaff's goal. So he's looking sharp already. You know, um, Kieran Trippier as well. When he came on in the 60th minute, he helped with uh, up in the tempo. Everyone looks really good from what I was seeing. You can see that um, the competitive steel is being instilled by uh, Eddie Howe and his coaching staff. And they're looking a lot more effective and and being a lot from that performance. They've made, from what I've seen, people are saying they're not at the best, which is understandable considering this is extremely early in pre season. But showcasing that ruthlessness and it seems that they're just going to get sharper as the preseason goes on which I think is going to happen uh, Sven Batman and Nick Pope played their first games today uh, for, I only saw a little bit from Nick Pope I saw him claim a corner you know he showed that strength in the air but um, I saw more Sven Batman he wasn't really challenged Defensively, from what I saw, but when he was on the ball, he looked at, he looked really silky. He was showcasing some crisp passing, both long and short. He he knocked one long ball to uh, Kieran Trippier, a, a diagonal. It was it was excellent. From what I seen, just that little cameo from him. I think he's gonna be really exciting addition to the the back line and he's going to add a lot another option for Newcastle it's, it's going to be interesting who Eddie Halpitz has his partner between uh, Dan Byrne and Fabian Shaw he's, so them two are going to be in for a fight and and that's great to hear great to hear and great to see I think everyone well everyone in the squad is going to be fighting for their places but I think it's probably going to be Batman with one of those two as the um, centre-back pairing. But what, what it remains to be seen exactly what Eddie Howe is planning to do, but having a player like Batman, from just that little bit I saw of him, you, you don't really plan to have him on the bench for very long, at the very least. He may take a little while to adjust to the intensity of the Premier League, but he'll eventually, he, I think he eventually will. He's definitely got the physical abilities and technical abilities. It's just uh, th- th- there are certain things that it takes a little while to adjust to, but he's got a whole preseason to get ready to uh, for the kickoff on August sixth. So against Nottingham Forest, so I believe he'll be ready personally. Uh, I heard a bit about Elliot Anderson. He heard that he played quite well in the first half. I saw just I saw him just for a little bit during the second half, and from what I saw. He's really making really quick decisions and the right decisions at that. He, he knows when there's time to carry the ball, when to to pass and move. He he might not end up making the first team squad and he might end up going out alone. But 
the those mental attributes is is already showing that he's that he's got them. To to me anyway, just uh, the, there's a lot of growth obviously to come, but it's good to see he's got um a sensible head on his shoulders from from what I've seen, the, the little bits from him, and I hope that continues to as he goes throughout his Newcastle career especially, and I hope it's a long fruitful long and fruitful one. Um, further news, Darren Eos has been named as a CEO of Newcastle United. He's joined from Atlanta United. Uh, I've got some information. So he's been in the game for a long time, it seems. He was at Atlanta f- since 2014 as the president and chief executive. He's it's helped build the, tr- the franchise, the making them the most valuable squad in in Major League Soccer, generating the largest profits and has won a lot of trophies, including the M- MLS Cup in 2018, the US Cup Open Cup in 20, 2019, and the Campiones Cup in 2019. So we'll be working alongside Dan Ashworth and I've. It's showing that um, that the boardroom has been extremely professional and they're building a solid foundation for the club going forward to, to make um, a structure be in place to, for the club to be as effective as possible. So it's, I really am intrigued to see the plans going forward in terms of how the plan to build all aspects of Newcastle United going forward the playing side the um, commercial side and so forth the this information I got from themag.co.uk so if you go on there they have even more information about Darren Eos um, there's been links in terms of transfers to Duvan Zapata, he was linked to Newcastle back in January, but supposedly the fee quoted now is a lot lower than what it was in January. He's been really effective in Italy, even though he had um, a few injuries last season. He definitely he's got the physical capability to come over to to the Premier League and be really effective because he's a quick, strong striker. He scores a variety of goals, and he's been scoring for a while now. He's been at at Atalanta for four seasons for four seasons now, so it's, he would be a good addition. But he's also thirty-one years old, so he's not fitting the narrative that's been going around about Newcastle United looking for. A younger profile of striker to back up for Callum Wilson and Chris Wood. He would immediately be um, effective, if nothing else. So it could be understandable if they can't find um, a, a suitable young younger player. That they just say we get someone who's ready right now, and then target that player next summer, and then look towards getting the right winger in, which is necessary really necessary to give that balance to um 
to the wing situation, which will hopefully free up Alan Sat Maximan. So we'll see what happens there. There hasn't really been any other transfer news from what I've seen today, other than Armando Broha has had a bid for it. His services from West Ham United. So that's that's interesting. Considering Newcastle's interest in the Chelsea youngster. So we'll see how that develops from from in the following days. Um beyond that there's been no other information that I've seen. So on that note, uh have a good morning, afternoon, evening or night. Uh peace.